All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Brought to you by IIFL Securities, India's leading broking firm. Good morning. Over the next few minutes, we'll take you through everything that you need to know to get a head start on your week. I'm Alex Matthew and this is the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint. Today is the 11th of March. India will go to the polls for the general elections in April. Voting will run in seven phases from April 11th to May 19th and counting will take place on the 23rd of May. Opinion polls suggest that the BJP-led NDA will win the most seats but will likely fall short of the majority. In a major update in the banking space, State Bank of India has become the first domestic bank to link the interest rate it offers on savings account deposits to an external benchmark, which is the Reserve Bank of India's repo rate. By doing so, the bank will effectively link all loan rates to an external benchmark either directly or indirectly and attempt to speed up the transmission of any changes in the benchmark monetary policy rate to depositors and borrowers. The move comes after years of criticism from the central bank that banks do not transmit rate cuts quickly enough. Other large banks could also follow suit. Sticking with the banking space, the Reserve Bank of India is likely to look into various proposals for making changes to the contentious ownership norms for private sector banks, including setting up a review panel and easing regulations towards Indian control of homegrown banks. The bond market will be in focus this week. The Reserve Bank of India has seen curtailing its support for the bond market, dashing hopes of relief for investors who are reeling under two straight months of declines. According to the latest Bloomberg survey of traders and economists, the central bank is seen buying 1.7 lakh crore rupees of debt in the next financial year. That compares with an estimated record 3 lakh crore that was spent on such purchases in the current financial year. On Friday, the yield on the 10-year benchmark government bond ended about 2 basis points higher at 7.36%. Speaking about the government's fundraising plans, the Finance Ministry is working out a mechanism under which central public sector enterprises will have to part with a portion of the proceeds of non-core asset sales as dividends to the exchequer. That's according to an official. In other news, the central government has cancelled the sixth and seventh rounds of coal mine auctions under which it was planning to sell about 19 blocks. The coal ministry sent a notice to bidders to this effect without specifying the reason for the cancellation. Tensions continue to be high on the India-Pakistan border. India alleged that Pakistan forces violated a ceasefire agreement along the line of control. There was shelling with mortars and firing of small arms by Pakistan in the early hours of Sunday and India retaliated befittingly, according to an Indian defence official. The Indian army separately said that it brought down a drone on Saturday in Ganganagar in the state of Rajasthan. In international news, People's Bank of China Governor Yi Gang said that the US and China have reached consensus on many crucial issues in their trade negotiations and have discussed previous commitments made by the group of 20 nations on avoiding competitive devaluation of currencies. Still, the governor evaded any mention of a one-sided pledge by Beijing to hold its currency stable and that may prove to be a sticking point. On Sunday, Trump's chief economic adviser Larry Kudlow also said that trade talks are making headway. 
In other news, a Boeing 737 MAX operated by Ethiopian Airlines crashed shortly after takeoff on Sunday, killing all 157 people on board, as the second deadly accident in five months raises fresh concerns about the US manufacturer's best-selling jet. In international markets this morning, after a muted close on Wall Street at the end of last week, the three early rises in Asia are trading with losses of between 0.3 and 0.4%. Here's Darshan Mehta now with the trade setup for the day in India. Morning Darshan, how are we looking at the start of the week? Hi Alex, good morning. Good morning everyone. Uh, we are off to slightly weak set of cues. Uh, the global markets are not doing well and the SGX Nifty is also indicating a slight negative down look. Now as far as stocks are concerned, watch out for SBI. SBI has announced a new model for setting savings deposit and lending rates. The move efficiently links all floating rate loans to external benchmark. SBI links interest rate on saving bank deposit about 1 lakh rupees to the repo rate. Morgan Stanley says that the move over time should reduce the margin volatility and City says that the move can address concerns on the lack of transmission which the RBI had. Watch out for NTPC and Power Grid. CERC releases the final norms for 2019-2024. The norms are less stringent compared to the draft norms and are ROE accretive. The regulators have kept the regulated ROE unchanged at 15.5%. So IIFL expects NTPC, Power Grid and NHPC to react positively. City says that the norms are positive, marginally positive for NTPC and marginally negative for Power Grid. Watch out for the ADAG group stocks, Reliance Infra, Reliance Power and Reliance Communication. A lot of uh, pledge shares that were there by, in terms uh, of the companies were sold by the lenders in a notification to the exchange. Hindalco subsidiary Aleris posted strong set of fourth quarter numbers, stronger than expected shipments in the European division, higher profitability in the North American and Asia Pacific division, led the beat and they have given a strong outlook for first year of calendar year 2019. Dredging Corp government sells its has taken the company to four state-owned ports. They've done it at a 17% premium. CG Power to reclassify seven of its discontinued operations as continuing operation and the non-cash impact of such a reclassification is expected to be 200 crores. Watch out for some of the South Indian-based cement companies, Ramco, India Cement, Orient. Morgan Stanley in its, in its cement dealer check says that the cement companies took a price hike of 2% in March. DHFL will be in focus, brickwork rating downgrades various debt instruments of the company. Nitish Estates, watch out for this company. The company says it has overall reduced debt by almost 30%. In terms of some bulk deals, Advanced Enzymes had a big block deal on Friday. Orbimed Asia Fund bought in 1 crore shares in the company. The promoter was the seller. Amanza Holding bought in 22 lakh shares in Loris Lab. HSBC has upgraded InfoH to a buy from a reduce and raised the target price to 1978. They are saying that the recruitment is driving growth after a temporary slowdown and value of property and food business continues to increase. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website BloombergQuinn.com and click on the All You Need to Know tab and you will be prepared for morning trade. Thanks, Darshan. Well, that's all we have for you on this podcast. But as always, there's a lot more on the website. So do check it out. That's BloombergQuint.com. This is Alex Matthew signing off. Have a great week ahead. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene of the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy. 